Children are born with innate, certain innate biological dispositions as a product of long evolutionary history. It's all happening. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I'm Sky. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. Tonight, these two are going to try to get from the Wikipedia page for Coral Castle, which is like not a preschool like television show. It definitely <laughs> uh, sounds like it. They're going to try to get from the Wikipedia article uh, for Coral Castle to Play-Doh, which is the children's play <laughs> toy construction molding clay. Yeah. Uh, and the fewest clicks. And that's that's what's happening tonight so um we you, you probably don't know what coral castle is but that's fine because to see who goes first i just want you guys to come up with the best name for like a competitor to play-doh so it's like another you've been put in charge of like this com this competitor molding clay <laughs> for children Yes. And you need to come up with the best name, which is probably the name that uh, makes me laugh the most. So I actually have multiple choices. <laughs> it's it's Your product is almost exactly like Play-Doh, except it dries out a little bit faster, and maybe the colors aren't <laughs> as bright. Great. But it's like a dollar less. Um, Tim, do you, do you want to go first, or should I? Uh, I'll go first if you'd like. Do it. So, we know two things for certain uh, about uh, molding clay or molding dough. I'm not going to call it by the other more right. popular brand name. Uh, one, kids will mold stuff out of it. They'll squish it into shapes and such. Two, they will slam that stuff down their gullet given half a chance. Oh, no. Which is why the name of my product is Imagine Eat. Oh, <laughs> to uh, emphasize the best qualities of both being able to be molded into anything that your imagination can desire and then being able to eat it. And uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be flavored like I'm not I'm not trying to get the kids to eat it, but it is good for the bottom line if they do. Because then they just have they to have buy to, more. And like naming it that, it's going to make it uncool to eat. Oh, mm. potentially. So yeah. it's actually like reverse psychology, maybe. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, though. If you're already putting Play-Doh in your mouth, I don't think you're a kid who worries about being cool. Oh, that's a good point, though. Yeah. I think you just true. want to nibble some of that dough. <laughs> like do you remember making like did you ever make play-doh at home yeah uh, we did once yeah like baking soda and like salt and some stuff in mm. there and don't tell me you didn't take a nibble of that i mean I... don't tell me you didn't look at that and go hey there's a lot of the ingredients in this that are also in cookies <laughs> <laughs> let's see if this is oh that is salty <laughs> yeah it's so salty uh, 
Uh, but that's my that's my pitch. Uh, imagine eat. Imagine eat. All right, Kyle. So, again, along those lines, uh, the molding clay. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it is great for kids to really get to expand their imaginations and that really, um, really kind of try out all different kinds of shapes and and colors and mixtures and things like that. But uh, you know, the thing that's wrong with uh, molding clay is the same thing that's wrong with like uh, building blocks and things like that is they don't tell you where to start. And I think the, the thing that you need when you're, when you're getting into these, when you're, when you're kind of getting into these imaginative spaces is you need something to help you kick off something to help you kind of understand what you can do with it, where you can, you know, things that you can try out. And I think the best way to do that is to take the is when you're when you're actually selling these at you know point of sale you're actually not selling just collections of moldable dough no you're actually selling dough that's already been sculpted into different shapes and so you're actually buying the kit and then mm. you get the additional fun of kind of tearing that apart and rebuilding it into something that you are that you want uh so i think that you actually want something that's already been designed and already been thought out um, before, you know, before you would get a chance to take a crack at it yourself, I think that's going to help really help boost sales for this, uh, for this moldable dough for your kids. Um, and I think that the, the absolute perfect name for this, for this, uh, moldable clay, uh, because it's already been designed and everything and everything has already been, uh, laid out for you is just played dough. And <laughs> oh. I think that's, a, yeah, see, it, it uh, rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> yes. Well, I appreciate you just the play dough, <laughs> and that is very good. This is a very good idea. If the requirement was come up with an alternative to play dough, <laughs> but specifically the requirement was I have a crappy play dough alternative. Name it, Sky. Hold on, Sky. Look. All right, you don't like that idea. That's fine. I understand. Now let me let me show you this other many, thing that I've got here. How many floors does this elevator go up? Oh my gosh, I'm hitting the button so. Much. So you get this. So you get this dough, and actually it comes in layers. I'll and get it's off at the fourth floor. I don't care. Listen, listen. I, I know you're really gonna love my plaid dough. That's really gonna be great. No plaid dough. No. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> the silence is. It just Happening. pulls the. I just, I just, I just pull the elevator stop. And <laughs> this week, Tim doesn't only win; Kyle loses. <laughs> Listen, Sky, you gave me a full day to come up with two different jokes. No, <sighs> those are very good. Thank you. But as I said, <laughs> I, know I know they don't fit the brief. It's fine. The brief I'm was okay very specific. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. It's crappy, uninteresting Play-Doh. <laughs> and ima- imagine Eat is pretty, pretty perfect for it. Mm. So I'm going with Imagine Eat. I almost want to take Kyle back a step. <laughs> yeah, have to go to like just Coral. To make me, make me use the random button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send you to to random purgatory. Uh. Oh man, that would actually be kind of fun. That would be hilarious. We're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, boy. What would a random art list of football clubs in Kuwait? <laughs> <laughs> no. I almost want to try it. I know. I knew, I knew you would. Oh. All right. We're on Coral Castle. This thing's mm. wild. 
I heard about this the other day. Um, when I came to this page, I was like, there's enough here that makes it a perfect page for us. <laughs> One, it's an oolite limestone structure. And oolite's oh, no. very fun to you say. Know, you know how much we like oolite. Oolite? Yeah. Oolite. It's uh, a sedimentary rock formed from ooids. <laughs> <laughs> Spherical grains. Are you sure this isn't some Nintendo thing? I was about to say, I'm 90% certain this is some kind of ARG that's happening right now. It's also known as eggstone, and the name derives from the ancient Greek word, ooh, for egg. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you know, they do say to get, you know, like, a a good, like, a couple, like, 30 ounces of of ooids every day, you know, is is a healthy way to live. Strictly, oolites <laughs> consist of ooids of 0.25 to 2 millimeters diameter. Rocks composed of ooids larger than 2 millimeters are called pisiolites, which just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the term oolith can refer to oolite or individual oolids. <laughs> okay. Just wait, so it's not just like ools or like. like, like... <laughs> Wait, know, so man. each individual rock is not is just just oolites, just an oolite, just one. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I learned yeah. something today. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys want to talk about this place? Or do you want me to take it? Uh, I can talk about it a bit. Damn, go all for right. it. So, like we said, yeah, it is an oolite limestone structure created by the Latvian American eccentric Edward Leedskelnin. Yep, it is a is this private. Real? It is real. Looks like it. it's sure? a private tourist attraction. What? Coral Castle is noted for legends surrounding its creation that claim it was built single-handedly by Leedskillnin using reverse magnetism or supernatural abilities yep. to move and carve numerous stones, each weighing many tons. Why? Why is uh, why is stonework always such a mystery to us as human beings? <laughs> That's it. Compares this place to Stonehenge to right. the pyramids a lot. <laughs> And I just love his reaction to it. Like the quotes they have from him are really great. When we get to them, they're, they're just it's, like, it's always like Stonehenge. Oh, how do? Yeah, Easter Island. How would they do that? Pyramids. Right. Like you have enough people to you can move. You can move rocks. There's this thing called leverage. Yeah, you can move like, rocks if you have enough people and things to move stuff. It's like, but they it's had not to that, be. They it's had not that big of a deal. So so simple. <laughs> They didn't uh, know. <clears throat> so yeah, the the history of Coral yeah. Castle, its own promotional material says Edward Leedskillnin was suddenly rejected by his 16-year-old fiance <laughs> Agnes Goost in Latvia. This is just, not real. This just one be. day before the wedding, <laughs> leaving for America, he came down with allegedly terminal tuberculosis. Well, obviously not, because <laughs> he still lived. Hey, you know, but, but spontaneously healed. Stating that magnets had some effect on his disease. Citation needed. Some effect. <laughs> magnets did something. I mean, technically, no effect is still a type what? of effect. Even if I was about to say. Effect. He spent more than 28 years building Coral Castle, refusing to allow anyone <laughs> to view him while he worked. Con- contradictory. contradictory. He has been seen publicly working in this film, most likely from Universal Studios' Person Odyssey series. Possibly the oh. Fantastic Castle. 
from May okay, 1944. Well, if he's on film, then that is footage is available here. That is here. some Phoenix yeah. Wright level contradiction. Objection! Great. great a few great. teenagers claim to have witnessed his work, reporting but they're the, the all he, dead. Oh. Well, maybe reporting <laughs> that he had caused the blocks of coral to move like hydrogen balloons. What? Why specifically hydrogen? Not just balloons? Nope. Better source needed for that one. Oof. Then the Castle of Secrets. <laughs> Whoa. The, the only advanced tool that Lee Skillnin spoke of using was a perpetual motion holder. I, huh? I, I have uh, questions. <laughs> originally built a castle, which he named Ed's Place, because oh. of course you would. Uh, let's see here. A few other details about, like, the address, da 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 It's in a place called Leisure City, which is oh, pretty gosh. cool. No, it's actually, it oh, but it's ter- actually unincorporated <laughs> county territory. Okay. He spent three years moving the component structures of Coral Castle 10 miles uh, from Florida City to its current location outside Homestead, Florida. Named the new place Rock Gate after the huge rear swinging gate he built into the back wall. Okay. Continued to work on the castle until his death in 1951. Wow. Yep. At Florida City, Leeds Gillen charged visitors 10 cents apiece to tour the castle grounds. <clears throat> uh, but after moving to Homestead, asked for donations of 25 cents. But let visitors enter free if they had no money. That was nice of them. <laughs> There I are if signs. Like, oh, Tim, that's how what? the magnets helped. Oh, what? <laughs> he just there waved signs... the magnets over them to find out whether they had oh. change on them. <laughs> there are signs carved into rocks at the front gate to ring bell twice. He would come down from his living quarters in the second story of the castle <laughs> tower, close to the gate, and conduct the tour. He never told anyone who asked him how he made the castle. He would simply answer, "It's not difficult if you know how." <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. In Lee Skillin's own publication, A Book in Every Home, uh, he talked about when asked why he made the castle, he said it was for his Sweet 16, uh, widely believed to be a reference to his former fiance. Uh, but in his what? book, A Book in Every Home, he implies the Sweet 16 was more an ideal than a reality. Well. Wow. Um, That's deep. Mm hmm. When Leedskillin became ill in November 1951, he put a sign on the door on the front gate going to the hospital <laughs> and took the bus to Jackson Memorial Hospital, Miami. Uh, he later he later died. Wow. Uh, do, 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 do. Made his income from conducting tours. Yeah, when he when he when they were looking at the property, I think after he died, they found the equivalent of like $35,000 among his stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he got it from just conducting these tours and selling pamphlets. I see. Mm, wow. He also had to sell a portion of his 10 acre property for the construction of US Route 1. Oh, hey. his uh, As he had no will when he died, the castle became the property of his closest living relative in America, a nephew from Michigan named Harry. You guys hey. could go visit. Oh, yay. He probably lives down there now. I don't know. Uh, the nephew was in poor health and he sold the castle to an Illinois family in 1953. Oh, well, fine. Yeah. Um, new owner turned into a tourist attraction. Mm. Let's see here. Uh, apparently he just was really good at, uh, 
stone and leverage. <laughs> uh, coral Castle's website says that if anyone ever questioned Ed about how he moved the blocks of coral, Ed would only reply that he understood the laws of weight and leverage well. Yeah. I mean, that seems right. He does seem to understand the laws of weight and leverage pretty well. Um, but yeah, he's, he made a lot of stuff. Um, he made an accurate sundial, a polar telescope, an obelisk, a barbecue, a water well, a fountain, celestial stars and planets, and numerous pieces of furniture. I will say furniture. that there's also, there, <laughs> there's also a thing that says that the only advanced tool that he spoke of using was a perpetual motion holder. Sure. Yeah, sure. What, what is Which that? never i don't think it exists no i don't think that's real like don't nope no he stated he had discovered the secrets of the pyramids right referring to the great pyramid of giza like specifically Specifically oh are there other pyramids that he that he would be referring to wikipedia so we are supposed to get to Uh play-doh from from this man's magnum opus I'm trying uh-huh. to find something here that that uh, uh, magnets is gonna be <laughs> magnets is just gonna be wonky science stuff. I know you, Wikipedia. You're not gonna have fun with an uh, with an article on magnets. I don't know, man. I you know. could do worse um, than magnets. Um, there's also a great if anybody is interested. Uh, the there's. There's a, a video on YouTube. It's in search of dot 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 the castle of okay. secrets, and it's Ooh. like this. It's this old history show that is like, oh, how weird mysteries, and it they was, have yeah. they have ten minutes uh, about this about about this coral castle, and it's great. There's a whole there's a whole story about him like him like levitating these these. Uh, bricks and then people see him and he like stops and like waves to him and like waits for them to go away <laughs> it's just like <laughs> sure this is how it happened yep um uh www.coralcastle.com oh it's the coral great. castle museum yes where it leads no, to prepare to be amazed uh we invite uh tim it's right under at the top the website in the in the little info box oh yeah the the ghost historic tours. ghost tour yeah historic ghost tour yeah four ghost tours in one night <laughs> that's sounds great <laughs> i mean that's that sounds really busy that's a that's a busy like ghost how much are tickets like, to coral castle eight to eighteen dollars that's not too bad that is a significantly it's higher than ten cents yeah yeah true but hey you know upkeep uh so uh, i really? i'm going to try going to upkeep of this yeah okay uh, I'm going to click on That's Incredible. I remember this show uh, seeing a bit of it, like reruns. And oh, yeah. it's a show where it's just like, hey, here's all a bunch of weird stuff. And yep. I'm going to see what they got. So in popular culture at the bottom, uh, Coral Castle, sometimes referred to as Flora Stonehenge, the 1958 film The Wild Women of Wongo, used the Coral Castle as the set for the Dragon God Temple. Uh, the lunar scenes of the 1961 film Nude on the Moon, which is actually oh. harder to say than it sounds like it would be, were shot in Coral Castle. 
1966 children's musical film Jimmy the Boy Wonder, Coral Castle was used as a backdrop in several scenes. Uh, and then also this In Search Of, Castle of Secrets, was is an episode of, of Leonard Nimoy's program In Search Of, 76 to 82, that includes uh, the dramatization, as you said. I'm, ooh, wait, there's also History Channel. <laughs> oh, History Channel good... aired a segment about Coral Castle, an ancient alien series. Yeah. Uh, I have to get to Play-Doh. So here's, here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Sky, I feel like there are a couple options that I have here, but what I really want to click for the just silliness of it is the 1966 mu- children's musical film, Jimmy the Boy Wonder. Kids play with Play-Doh, right? Like, and that era of television slash movies, they used clay for things a lot. So uh-huh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to click this thing called Jimmy the Boy Wonder. And School's see, out oh my gosh. Because I stopped time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get there. Wouldn't we'll get school there. just always be in? No. Um, no. Okay, cool. And where'd you go, Tim? That's incredible. That's incredible. Yep. So, uh, That's Incredible uh, was an American reality TV show uh, on ABC from 1980 to 1984. Uh, In the tradition of You Asked For It, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and Real People, the show featured people performing stunts and reenactments of allegedly paranormal events. The show also often featured people with unusual talents, such as speed talker uh, John Moshita Jr., uh, who you would know perhaps as the Micro Machines guy. Say, that's got to be Micro Machines guy. It has to, yeah. yeah. Uh, made his first national television appearance on the show. Wow. As well as scientific, medical, and technological breakthroughs such as the Taser and cryogenic corneal reshaping by late keratomyosis. What? Yeah. Okay. The show's catchphrase said by one of its hosts at the conclusion of a particularly amazing segment was the same as its title. That's incredible. <laughs> so, like, if you were on the show or something and, like, <laughs> they didn't say that at the end, <laughs> should you take like that, that as an insult? You're not the main one. Yeah. It's There's like, yeah, like well, that, uh, we'll be that, right back. Uh, a pregnant pause of, like, uh-huh. eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Oh. I like how Disney oh. Channel has a similar show called Is It Possible? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> not as good. Not as exciting as That's Incredible. So, I guess... The answer to that would have to it would have to be yes every time, right? Like that you wouldn't run the show to say like, is it possible that this guy could talk that this quickly, and then bring a guy on to try to talk that quickly, and then realize that he could not in fact talk that quickly? Like that'd be a terrible show. That would be. So you, <laughs> I, I well, phrase it as a question is a bad plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tune here. in to find out. <laughs> and this is why you should go for my for my product played dough yeah Stop. i think that you really should oh we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> uh number of stunts performed on the show were dangerous including juggling knives staying inside a small box for hours <laughs> and one involving a man supposedly catching a bullet between his teeth yeah right sure that supposedly um, is doing a lot of work there. <laughs> the the show has been cited as an influence on hip hop culture in New Zealand. Cool. Wow. What? 
1983, the show featured several dancing crews giving youth a Pacific Island and Maori heritage, many of whom were interested in hip-hop culture and dance, a sense of connectedness to global youth culture. Okay. In the early 1980s, Army Lieutenant Colonel Earl Woods brought his five-year-old son Eldrick to That's Incredible, showing his ability to put a golf ball into a hole from different areas. Eldrick is now better known by his nickname... Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> oh, okay. Tiger Sorry. Woods was on That's Incredible as a kid. He was incredible. Um, that sounds that way. See here. Uh, popular culture. See here. On February 21st, 1983, That's Incredible broadcast the North American Video Game Challenge, an international video game tournament filmed at Twin Galaxies in Ottawa, Iowa which since then has gained recognition as being history's first video game world championship. In a season one episode of The Goldbergs, oh, Beverly right. Goldberg calls the show, which her husband Murray watches, stupid. He retorts, <laughs> he retorts, stupid? Is it stupid that a baby can water ski? <laughs> Is it stupid that someone taught rats to play basketball? That's not stupid. That's incredible. What, maybe, wow. maybe that show's not as bad as I think it is. The Goldbergs, I, I actually like that show. It's, it's fun. Um, man, not a ton of choices here. What do you think? I might, gonna... in fact, click on the Goldbergs. Oh my god, that is kind of eighties stuff. That might get me closer to <laughs> you toys. Think I play those as eighties, I guess. Well, kinda get you to toys. Eighties, the eighties had toys. The eighties yeah. had. Let me, let me do it. Why, would, check why would we think that? I mean, I've got New Zealand. <laughs> Your kids in the eighties. That, that's I've a got, weird thing to think. I've got New Zealand. I've got. Catching a bullet. Oh, wait a minute. I have John Moshita Jr. slash bullet catch. John Moshita Jr. will absolutely get me two toys. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to click on him. I mean, I could Uh click on Taser. (laughs) (laughs) I hope, I really hope Taser does not get you to toys. Oh, man. The picture of John Moshita Jr. is one of the most unassuming photos I've ever seen on this website. It's great. Okay, so Jimmy Let's the talk Boy about Wonder. Jimmy the Boy I, Wonder. I cannot wait to tell you about this. Oh man, uh, Jimmy the Boy Wonder is a 1966 children's musical film about a boy played by Dennis Jones who successfully stops time. Full stop. End of the first sentence of this entire Wikipedia page. That's the entire story of this of this movie. Yep. He stops. He successfully stops times. Not like those other movies where the child unsuccessfully, unsuccessfully. stops yeah. time. I mean, haven't we all tried? You got to make sure <laughs> you film, don't have the ability. The film is one of two children's features di- directed by Herschel Gordon Lewis. The other being the magic land of mother goose, uh, who is better known for his gory splatter films. I think they mean Herschel Gordon Lewis and not mother goose. Uh, that sentence is poorly written, <laughs> but mother goose's gory splatter films would be something to behold. I suppose. Uh, let me just give you a quick breakdown of this plot. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys all really want to know about uh, about oh Jimmy gosh. the Boy Wonder. But uh, listen, listen. I cannot uh, let me wait just, for you uh, to uh, read this uh, plot. Uh, don't, don't, don't stop the elevator. Listen, uh, Jimmy is a young boy. Who I'm is on tired board of this drudgery, elevator. Uh, drudgery of his daily routine. Yeah, okay. You're with me. Uh, one morning, Jimmy shouts oh out, gosh. I wish time would stop. 
And then somehow, magically, his wish gets heard by the so-called, quote, master clock, unquote. And everyone, and except Jimmy, is frozen in their tracks. So uh, you're with me so far? This is good. This is, uh, you know, it's yes. really funny. You get some goofs. You get some, you know. And But then, but then observing this catastrophe is a magical astronomer who sends his daughter named Aurora to go talk to Jimmy into helping her hey, undo Aurora. the damage <laughs> before <laughs> or the time freeze becomes permanent. So, like... Yeah, so there's like stakes, right? So it's not just this kid, you know, it's not like a Home Alone thing where he realized, like he, he's really, you know, it's worried about actual like global stakes. So as Jimmy and Aurora travel to a region called the World's End, yeah, you like it? So that Jimmy can replace the magical golden globe in the master clock to set time running again. So you, you, you got like toy tie-ins, you got things there, you can, you know, everyone's going to want a, a golden globe to work with this. Uh, it, but, but, but. As they're putting that in there, they're hounded by an evil wizard known as Mr. Fig, who ste- who seizes mm. the chance to take over the world for himself. Uh, so yeah, so you got like these high stakes. You got this. You got this evil Mr. Fig to, who's trying to use this time stop to take over the world, and you know, and they it's going to take them through all these different places, like the slow motion playground and night and day land and. Uh, yeah, and and all the while, Mister Figs can try to stop them at nearly every turn on their mission. Yeah, what do you think? Uh great. What do you think, sirs? I think it's good. <laughs> run it, print it, let's do it. That's right, because it did. <laughs> uh, the film was shot entirely in Florida, in and around Golden uh, Golden Gables, Coral Gables. Uh, the Coral Castle was used as the backdrop for both the astronomer's home as well as the coral maze of the world's end at the film's climax. Uh, the movie was panned uh, as uh, to, to, to crafted as crudely as anything from this director's oeuvre. Oeuvre. <laughs> I just wanted, I just from, wanted a chance. From, Let, this, from this director's <laughs> oolite. <laughs> there we go. You got it, Tim. Resulting in a crass slapdash kid pick that undoubtedly led to restlessness and boredom in children and angry parents at the box (laughs) office arguing about refunds. This was in 1966. I searched for it on on, uh, YouTube, and I couldn't find it, but I found this person, supposedly Phil Brown, who's just describing it. Yeah. And it's amazing. Okay. Oh, it, folks, he says. Yeah, he just mm. goes into it. And I've been I've been jumping around. And he's just explaining the film to you. And uh-huh. that's it. And I kept, I'm like, I had to check in the spots. I'm like, is he going to like, is he going to tie this to like the Bible somehow? <laughs> is this a sermon? <laughs> but it's not. It's <laughs> just going to come around to a, to a, to a Bible lesson. Um, all right. What? Are you okay? <laughs> Sky's just enraptured here. I'm going to go on. So, yeah, uh, we need to go. So here's the thing. There are like four links on this page total. Um, is 1966 one of them? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, Gory Splatter Films is one. Herschel Gordon Lewis, another. Um, Coral Gables, the Coral Castle, is one itself, so I can't go back, or I could go back. I could go to All Movie, uh, the place that panned the film, 
Uh, the all like, movie. I was going to say, and also I guess like the and the the being of all the movies. But here's the thing: I have both children's film mm-hmm. and musical film to choose from here, and I think children's film is the closer object. Yeah, do it. So I'm clicking children's film, and I'm terrified of what I'm going to find. <laughs> okay. Sky, are you done with the... Oh, my gosh. Phil Brown has another video. It's not... I don't know if it's... It's maybe the same person, but he's okay. talking to a monkey who's dancing. Like a monkey of monkey? dance. It's a, it's a man dressed in a monkey mask. Okay. And it looks like it's a bit. It has 17 views on YouTube. Well, 18 now, I suppose. Yeah, it's... Anyway, go see Phil Brown, the monkey of dance. Just Google it and watch it. Especially Uh, you, Joe. Joe, you need to watch this. This is is a a very Joe uh, uh, video. Uh, Um, Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's just a lot of the stuff that we come away with on this show is just we find the weirdest things. All right. Motormouth John Moshida. John Moshida Jr. Known as Motormouth John Moshida and the Fast Talking Guy. American spokesman, singer, and actor best known for his rapid speech delivery. He appeared in over 100 commercials as the Micro Machines Man and in a 1981 ad for FedEx. Uh, he's also done voices in movies such as the Transformers the movie. Uh, actually, several Transformers movies. Let's see here. He has been credited in the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's fastest talker with the ability to articulate 586 words per minute. Wow. Um, however, a uh, record was broken in 1990 by Steve Woodmore, who spoke 637 words per minute, and then Sean Shannon, who spoke 655 words per minute. Uh, however, I... Moshida questions the legitimacy of those who claim to be faster than he is. <laughs> Oof! How, how do you, how do you tell? Like, you have to be able to understand that many words per like. That's that's got to just be such a razor's edge, right? Of yeah, like, and such a... that's sort of the thing. <clears throat> He's well known for being like really articulate with his speech even at that humongously quick speed i suppose uh mm-hmm. talking about that fedex commercial uh let's see here according to mashita okay this is according to him so you know take that as as you will <laughs> uh he did 29 flawless takes of the final scene of the commercial prompting the director to remark that he is like a machine who never makes mistakes in response, Maybe. Moshida deliberately fumbled on a line, which was ultimately the take that was used in the final cut. Oh, wow. Mm. That's mm. a story. That is a story. He also questions the legitimacy of those who claim to be faster than he is. Yeah. I mean... Not the look that I want on my fast-talking, cool <laughs> man. <laughs> uh he in 2016 he appeared on an episode of Superhuman on Fox as a part of the challenge Fast Car, uh, in which he <laughs> rapidly he rapidly explained the various prices of three different vehicles to mental calculator Mike Beister, who had to calculate the sticker prices of each one correctly. 
Oh, I hate this. Now that's a party. <laughs> wow. I don't this that whole description of that just makes me very anxious and I don't mm-hmm. know why. <laughs> uh in 1986 he recorded a spoken word album entitled 10 Classics in 10 Minutes. Uh he summarizes 10 classic literary tales in 1 minute each. Uh, includes stories such as Moby Dick, Romeo and Juliet, The Great Gatsby, Gone with the Wind, and The Grapes of Wrath. Then had 10-Minute University, which he delivered 10 60-second lectures on various subjects such as comparative literature, physics, economics, psychology, and football. Okay, actually, I would watch that. That sounds like fun. I mean, they were recordings. You would listen to them. Sure, right. You would listen to them in your car. While going 120 miles per hour, <laughs> subconsciously. Actually, that would that would make it slow down by like relativity, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> Einstein's like, I gotta understand what this guy's saying. <laughs> That's how we got to the theory all along. Uh, so where I'm going, uh, they list other commercials he has been in: uh, Minute Rice, Quality Inn, Northwest Airlines, Olympus Camera, Mattel. Post Serials, Tiger Games, Continental Airlines, Burger King, several networks, Micro Machines, and JetBlue. I'm going to go with Mattel. All right. I think Play-Doh might be a Mattel product. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Just make, We're going to see. Keep, keep making your voice go up. That'll, that Maybe it gets it helps. everyone. <laughs> it increases the odds. All right. Uh, children's, children's film. films. Or children's films. A children's film or family film. Uh, is a film genre that contains children or relates to them in the context of home and family, specifically made for children and not necessarily for the general audience, says some nerd who wants it to be just for them, I guess. Uh, While family films are made for a wider appeal with a general audience in mind, uh, children's films come in, in several major genres, such as realism, fantasy, adventure, war, musicals, comedy, and literary adaptations. Those are all just, I mean, I you could just make them children's, like, those could all be different things too. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's needlessly complex is what I mean, is what I'm saying here. Anyway, children are, according to psychological aspects on this page, <clears throat> children, uh, oh wait, I need a pipe in order to say this properly. Hold on. Um. Uh, Children are born with innate, certain innate <laughs> biological dispositions as a product of long evolutionary history. This provides an underlying biological framework for what may, be, what may fascinate a child and may also impose limitations on the same. This can be seen in certain universal features shared in children's films. Uh, so, listen. They say that there are some topics. There, there are a series of, like, five or six topics that make up a... You know, the quintessential children's film. Tim, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, what would be the, you know, you know how they how they say, you know, like there's 11 plots and that's it. You know, that's the that's the whole of, of storytelling. Mm-hmm. What are the what are the plots of children's films? What's what's a what's a key takeaway? Like, what's the key action in in, uh, in a children's film? Like, what's one of the ones that you remember? Maybe. Um, uh, animals, animals talking and rescuing humans okay so uh <laughs> rescuing i suppose is one uh they, they they refer to like uh some things like based on emotions like fear uh so that's that's something um 
that that's part of it. Yes. What's another one? Maybe. Um, wait. So so fear is one of them. Well, they say fear is uh, like the big one. <laughs> yeah, that's really the big one. Um, uh, yeah. So it's it's that these are but like topics like uh, obedience. A, um, <laughs> what they call it as is reciprocal relationships between individuals. But yes, it's obedience. Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, <laughs> give me another. Uh, one. Uh, not, uh, not playing hide and seek and abandon refrigerators. Wow. (laughs) Uh, dealing with the necessity or need in children (laughs) and young people to explore and to engage in play. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I was going to give him. Yeah. Uh, Um, what else, Tim? Uh, competition. Little pony. (laughs) Friendship. Friendship yep. is one, the development, the development of, of friendship. friendship. And then the last one that they have here. <laughs> <laughs> you never all get this I want one. Is, no, no, no. All I think I need to say is bang. Murder? Tim. Yep. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh my gosh, Bambi. <laughs> Attachment to parenting agency. <laughs> wow. That so, just reminds me of the Animaniacs, <laughs> Bumby's mom, and how oh, it yes. traumatizes Skippy. <laughs> oh, that is one of the best. That is one of the best uh, cartoons <laughs> I've ever seen. And they have to go and find her, and, and yeah, yes. anyway. oh, it was so good. He's just bawling the whole time. <laughs> uh, fun family story. My dad is a hunter, and apparently, after seeing that that movie as a child, like. I did not talk to him for like three days. <laughs> so, you know, fun things. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, apparently children's films began to ca- gain relative prominence in the 1930s. You know, when movies were developing. Uh, at, at, that, that's just when movies were. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Wikipedia? <laughs> uh, you could easily have said, from the start. Uh yeah, so they say, here's an interesting thing to throw at any of your friends who live across the pond, maybe. According to Basil Gett and Staples, which, holy cow, those are good names. Uh, the term family film is essentially an American expression, while children's film is considered to be a European expression. That's it. That's the whole mm. thing. Mm. Anyway, so here's the thing. I literally, they list dozens i'm going to say of family films in this page oh yeah there's a ton here many 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 of them bad boys do do they have the family home entertainment movies probably which ones are those uh no more no more baths uh was it willie the sparrow oh willie you had all of these growing up sky about hold on what sky's parents subscribe to like this delivery of all these movies from this company called Family Home Entertainment or FHE. Yes. There's there's not a, a They movie. were the they were these family movies that had like questions that parents and kids could discuss at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of these. There's one there's Willie the Sparrow which was like one of my favorites. A boy turns into well, a sparrow and learns yeah, how to be freaking a good, awesome. a good yeah. boy. And there's like yeah. an old man sparrow who like is not taking his shit and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um good good. 
was little brother one of them? Do you remember little brother? Little little brother? Little brother. Little brother. <laughs> you can make it all on your own. What is it called? The littlest brother? Something like that. Whereas like this dog raised by rabbits. <laughs> oh what? yes, yes. Yeah, that one was good. But my I think my favorite, there was a fox one. Um Family Home Entertainment. <laughs> they were also live action, like No More Bass is one of them and uh yeah. Like the butter, like a buttercream gang or butter. Yeah, I've seen the buttercream gang. Is that that one? Is that the one where like the family, like the kids, go on the walking down the the trail on the railroad and they're yeah they're like oh that was that was Stand by Me. No, okay, yes, (laughs) they find a dead body. Weirdly, weirdly, they have similar ideas. Fox movie. I can't find this fox movie, but it was great because it's like these little foxes and they were awesome. Tim, are you are you saying no more a, baths, B A T H S, or baths, bass, B A S S? The first one. Okay. Yeah. Because I was imagining like some kid just receiving so many fish <laughs> and being like, <laughs> no, "No more, no more baths, please." <laughs> Sorry, go on. I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> <laughs> just I watched that movie a lot. I don't think this movie was one of those. This was like a weird German movie called The Magical Voyage. Okay. Um, the Magical Voyage. Man, this is going to explain so much about me. <laughs> um, the Magical Voyage <laughs> is about Christopher Columbus. It's an animated film. Got it. In which he goes, he does think that the world is round because a little termite goes into his office and sees his his cube globe and says no that's silly the world is round and he like bites it bites the corners off and that gets him to uh to do this and there's a magical fairy in and like an evil demon that's made out of bees sure and the dubbing is awful and i there's also mm, there's also this famous still. Oh, boy. Uh, with, yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's just, I don't even, I'm not going to describe it to the audience. You just, I don't um, think you should. You could just, it's, yeah. uh, it's not family friendly. It's not family say. friendly. It's not family friendly. Um, and I do remember pretending to be the termite at one point and trying to like bite like the wood like a corner of like a desk and how did <laughs> and that go for you it didn't taste good so i okay. stopped um probably a good choice for small um, guy yeah just a quick correction uh family home entertainment was not the company that made those movies oh it was feature films for families there we go oh my gosh oh my gosh feature films for families like, I was looking at the logo, and I'm like, I remember this logo, but I don't remember it being this being the one. Uh, Family Home Entertainment had properties. Like, they would put out, like, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja I'm Turtles so on VHS and this. stuff like that. The Little Fox. Oh, the Little Fox. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> you really are, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm a little concerned. This movie. Look at how cute these foxes are. Oh, I've seen this picture. Be- I've seen this, this like, art before. There's a New lot of edited things. version. They yeah. don't die in this one. Yeah, there's a lot of death <laughs> in it. Not likely. Focus. We should have really run this by focus groups first. 
people don't like it when the animals die. It was so good. Yeah, and they go get the chickens. Oh, man. Anyway, that's enough Here's nostalgia for me. Well, no, you should take like another 10 minutes because I'm still looking through this page trying to find anything. There are so many, so many movies on this on this page. The and like, Seventh Brother. The Seventh Brother, yes. The Seventh <laughs> and Brother it's, it's is has got, very... and like... like like the foxes were cute so are this dog and these six rabbits yeah there's also the tiny Although some of these rabbits have hair and i don't understand that yeah that's a little weird there's an owl that's really cool um yeah there's always a cool owl though right <laughs> i mean i feel like it's a it's very important yes oh man i'm really trying to find anything that has like doughy consistency do you remember goldie like, three models. tim <laughs> remember what remember when we watched goldie three yes yeah that was great <laughs> oh i'm so sorry i made you watch that well it was fantastic <laughs> sure do you remember how we watched it you didn't make me watch it i think we were looking for stuff to watch yes i had to connect at the time um that's not how we did that randomly did we i'm pretty sure i remember that we did that for um castaway on the moon oh um, yeah we did i think it was castaway on the moon that we i think out. i was literally looking for stuff to riff and i made you watch it it mm. was good though it was so bad and good Mm-hmm. Uh, the princess and the pea i remember this one too oh jeez. i mean there are bunches here that i can't figure out I mean, uh, there's like, yeah. If we go far enough back, like it has to, right? Like they have to have like models and things like that. But like, bed knobs and broomsticks for one is here. Uh, like Pete's dragon, but all of these are just animation in movies, and not like yeah. The, the here's one. Okay, here's the thing. There's one here for Gulliver's Travels, uh, by Fleischer Studios, and I feel like that's the closest I'm gonna get. Like. There's a really good chance that that is not completely animated and has some, like, models in it from 1940. So, uh, this is this is much... Oh, hang on a sec. <laughs> um, honey, I Shrunk the Kids is in here. And they definitely used models in that. Yeah. Like, that's getting mm. a, That's getting another movie recently are coming up right wow you yeah. know what i'm clicking that i'm clicking honey i shrunk the kids cool a classic a movie that i was terrified of oh yeah, yeah that absolutely was a lot of scary then, yeah. scary parts i hated it as a kid really filling in that fear <laughs> <laughs> see yeah um, uh oh wow the little kidnappers what yeah, Little Why? Kidnappers was one of these movies. I didn't think, think I watched Sky that one. Sky just sent me, yes, yeah, sent a a picture of just a. I guess it's a movie cover, a VHS box cover called uh, with in like very tall script, The Little Kidnappers, uh, and it has a large, I, I guess like a large man in the background. Like this looks like nineteen like twenties draw uh, clothes. I guess uh, everyone's wearing the same kind of like white button-up shirt 
with suspenders and gray slash black pants and just the largest boots I've ever seen. Yeah. Like those are like, those are not just riding boots. Those are like huge. And then what appears to just be like a pantry in the background. I just, I I have a lot of questions. I know nothing about this movie. Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be a thing that you were going to tell me about. No, I was saying like, I don't have, uh, it just looked like a thing that I'd have to send you because, of course, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway. Anyway, Mattel. Honey and, yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mattel, an American multinational toy manufacturing and entertainment company, founded in 1945, with headquarters in El Segundo, California. Wow. Uh, products and brands it produces include Fisher Price, Barbie, Monster High, Ever After High. Polly Pocket, Hot Wheels, Matchbox, <laughs> Masters of the Universe, American Girl, Thomas and Friends, and WWE. Uh, they made some video games through Nintendo in the 80s. Uh, I played, like, the Barbie game. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not great, but it's not terrible. <laughs> uh, Mattel is a portmanteau of two of its founders' names, Harold Matt Matson and Elliot Handler. Uh, so Matt and Elliot, I guess, Mattel. So you look through, uh, there's a list of uh, what the company has acquired. And it's just, it's big. <laughs> there's just so many things that they have acquired. It does not look like Play-Doh is one of them, though. No. Uh, yep. Shoot, I was really hoping you'd get me out of this. <laughs> uh, nope, sorry. I might have went up the wrong tree here. No. Um, Mattel earned the first grant for Disney Princess doll licenses in 2000. In December 2000, Mattel sued the band Aqua, saying their song Barbie Girl violated the Barbie trademark and turned Barbie into a sex object, referring to her as a, quote, blonde bimbo, unquote. Oh. Unquote. Oh, did it did it turn her into a sex object? I guess it, so. That, that was the very first time anyone had ever thought of The lawsuit was rejected in 2002. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, In early 2010, uh, they licensed Thomas and Friends to Mattel for toys. Sure. Uh, Fortune Magazine named Mattel one of the top 100 companies to work for in 2013, noting only 1,292 positions were full out of out of 164,045 job applications during the previous year. <laughs> and more than 1,000 employees had been with the company longer than 15 years. Amazing. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot about Mattel in here. Do-do-do. Mattel Television. They made a Masters of the Universe show. They made a Barbie show. They made Monster High. Good, good. They're making uh, Barbies, Barbie versions of the Japanese Korean girl group twice. Are they really? Yeah, mm-hmm. coming out in two, 2020. That's uh, interesting. BTS dolls were released in 2019. Uh, yep. They also launched the first uh, line of gender-neutral dolls in 2019. Oh, dang. Which they marketed cool. as Creatable World. Okay. In early, in early January 2019, Mattel closed the deal with Margot Robbie to star in the Barbie film. 
Okay. Uh, so, so look forward to that. Yeah. Do you want a little hint? The company that makes Play-Doh is on this page. So I, that's, that is where I'm thinking of going because I think I know what company it is. Because if it's not Mattel, yeah, odds are pretty good to go with the other company that buys every other toy thing known to man. There you go. <laughs> uh, I am going to Hasbro. Yep. Hasbro will travel. Hasbro. Um, Hasbro has dough. Parentheses ah, play. Very good. <laughs> uh, uh, honey, honey, <laughs> honey. No, no, <laughs> let's go. Let's go uh, back and unpack that joke. <laughs> honey, I shrunk. What? Honey, honey I. Honey, I. Honey, I shrunk. The period. The kids. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I shrunk. <laughs> kids oh wow uh, um, we already did that joke last time it was much did better we really we did, what was it um i don't remember it now but you're right we did i remember that i remember us uh, yeah like playing with that okay it wasn't anyway. america's got talent it was like a it was a title of something like <laughs> oh that. yeah <laughs> so you think you can dance yeah That's oh yeah it was. so <laughs> so anyway. you think you can dance? You can dance? Anyway, all right, all right. Before we do that joke again, which I'm sure we will do perfectly and almost exactly at the same pacing, because it's been a couple weeks. I don't know why it's funny. Honey, kids, I shrunk? <laughs> <laughs> the kids, I, honey, honey, I shrunk. I, honey, shrunk the kids. It's my favorite radio station, iHoney Radio. <laughs> what? That's not even anything. Kyle and I have lost our minds. Tim is just there shaking his head. Mm. I don't know why this is funny, but it is. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Have I seen shrunk, this movie. honey. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> the honey kids. I shrunk. Uh, <laughs> I shrunk I'm done. The... You did, you guys, you've seen this movie. I shrunk the honey, kids. <laughs> it's just real small. <laughs> it's just tiny. There's not even enough for toast. <laughs> you can put it in your tea. <laughs> I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> The shrunk guy, honey, kids. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, honey, kids. <laughs> I shrunk the honey, kids. <laughs> oh, that anyway, sounds like something from like Cartoon Hangover. Mm-hmm. It's like a bravest warrior thing. Oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. Uh, <laughs> that was the. You guys don't. Can you? You don't need me to talk about this movie. Okay. Right? Wait. We. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done, right? Like that was. Is it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the stupidest. I'm like the Whoa. ratio between just like stupidity and <laughs> and but enjoyment. Like I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever. I don't think we've ever hit a point. 
<laughs> but you know what? There's only two of us on board. <laughs> <laughs> so something's wrong with oh, us. No. Oh, Tim. I appreciate that you're you're waiting patiently. <laughs> I'm just I'm just listening. It's good. It's like uh, oh, uh it's like ASMR. <laughs> just ten hours of recombinations of that. <laughs> when he's like just spoken very close. Hold on. Yeah. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> that was very Jeff Goldblum like. <laughs> Honey, the kids, I shrunk. Ooh. I just like how you're. I just, shrunk the honey. You've just kids. been spending. You've been spending the last ten minutes conjugating this movie. <laughs> because there's nothing else. Tim, seriously, this entire page, literally, uh, it's like five scrolls long, and the entire page is just the 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 uh, the summary of the movie, the, the of the plot. That's it. Mm-hmm. They talk. They have the listing of the cast, and then they talk about the production very briefly. Uh, and the casting, I guess, uh, one joke is that one of the one of the particular people were uh, they were just thinking of doing. They just did this movie as a as a fun experience. That mostly, uh, basically, they spent most of their time off off set uh, with activities such as swimming or playing cards uh, with the kids, like with the with the younger cast members, like. She took the role because it was a Disney movie, she said, and that was it. Like, that's the entirety of this page. There's nothing else here. Um, the uh, they, the uh, the only other thing that I would want to mention is the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> really? Soundtrack. I know. These track listings are great. Okay, I'm just going to run down a couple of them. <laughs> T- uh, Sky, you just oh, you, you the, broke there's a me. great game here. That's is it a, <laughs> is it a track listing of the soundtrack for Honey I Shrunk uh, the Kids, or is it or, or is it an episode <laughs> title for Cowboy Bebop? Oh no! <laughs> I wish I had time. I wish I had time. Uh, okay, like Strange Neighbors, Shrunk, A New World, Scorpion Attack. <laughs> wow, Test Flying run. Zelensky. <laughs> Nighttime. Watering the gr- watering the grass and, and rodeo. rodeo. <laughs> oh, I remember that scene. <laughs> well, Tim, there's three minutes and forty five seconds that you could listen to oh, that man. would remind you of that time. Take Sky, can you please YouTube that right now? See YouTube if you can what? Find Aunt Aunt Rodeo. Like the uh, the music. The music for, for it. Yes. Okay, Aunt so I'm rodeo. going to YouTube Aunt Rodeo. And sure, try to find Google the it. music. I'm sorry. Music for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, not the scene. I don't want, I don't the, want scene. the scene. I want the music for it. Oh, Internet, uh, what are you going to do here? Oh, my God. Five minutes the first thing that comes seconds. up is the soundtrack. See? <laughs> uh, the five, there's five minutes and 45 seconds of a track called Lawnmower. I remember Which the lawnmower scene. I mm-hmm. I hope is just lawnmowers. Uh, and then eaten alive, big Russ volunteers, and the final track is Thanksgiving dinner. All right, so let's let's all see click the Aunt Rodeo track and see how much of it we remember. 
oh this spacey. oh my gosh mm-hmm. this organ music is incredible wow it's called the original motion picture score and yeah wow. it is but james horner I, I feel like we're about to get attacked by bowser uh it's been confirmed that a legacy sequel film titled shrunk is in development that's just those that's i'm not i'm not a fan of that name no well they're gonna do each word like honey kids uh uh, and it just wraps up oh oh it's it's quirky now 43 seconds later it it, it gets into whoa it's because it's the rodeo part yeah whoa it gets very like uh country-ish I wonder if this like is Wild I, I, I hate that I'm even thinking of this, but I wonder if this is supposed to be like reminiscent of like Aaron Copeland's like the rodeo, like the actual. Yeah, it's gotta be, especially like after two fifteen, like it just yeah. it's just going off. Hmm. Uh, man. Oh, it is. Oh my gosh, it's just. It's just that. Yeah, this is just the bar, like bar for bar almost. Yep. Oh wow. Well, I just Do you remember Honey, I Shrunk open. the Audience, Tim? Was that Dis- it was that Disney Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It, it's been removed uh, as of 2010. Oh. Do you know uh, what's there in its place? Well, what they did is it replaced uh, Captain EO, the Michael Jackson like space right. film, and then they bought it, brought it back after his death in 2009. So, like, oh. that's why they... Mm, they basically were like, we're going to cash in on his death. And yeah, <laughs> great. Well, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure it was a tribute. Tribute. I have no, I have no links. There are no, li- well, oh, Sky. You have dozens, but they're not, I don't know. Sky and Tim, I just want to ask, like, typically, again, this is not something we allow. In the sea also, I have a click. I have a link to list of films fe- featuring miniature people. Oh, absolutely! Click that. All right, moving on. Hasbro, will try Hasbro. So yeah, hey. uh, a syllabic abbreviation of its original name, Hassenfeld Brothers. Oh, makes a lot of stuff. Among its products are Transformers, GI Joe, Power Rangers, Rom. Hmm. Micronauts, Mask, Monopoly, Furby, Nerf, Twister, and My Little Pony. And it goes on through its history, talking about how I think G.I. Joe and Mr. Potato Head were some of their first items. G.I. Joe was big on the, uh, the war side until the Vietnam War happened and people started not liking war very much. They're like, oh, these are adventure people now. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Like the duck, like DuckTales. Mm-hmm. It's all about adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1982, Hasbro revived its G.I. Joe line with the help of Marvel Comics as an anti-terrorist commando based on current events. Uh, they just keep bringing their stuff back in different ways. Uh, and sometimes it's really good. And sometimes I don't really know. Like, <laughs> it doesn't really draw much attention. Let's see here. Uh, Gem and the Holograms. Jurassic Park. And Barney. 
They bought Wizards of the Coast in 1999 for 325 million bucks. Um, they make cartoons. Trivial they suit. just have their tentacles and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Gross. So there's there's a long history, and then there is a just as long list of things that they own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, let's see here trying to find anything that is notable in some of this other stuff criticism and controversy Uh, oh on February 25th 2005 this is not under criticism by the way Hasbro announced that it would be introducing a musical toothbrush to the market (laughs) the tooth tunes released in early 2007 transmits music from the jawbone to the ear when the bristles touch the teeth Oh, oh, I hate that. Right nope. into your head, literally. Not, well, listen. All right. Listen. I am okay with this being a person who has who is hard of hearing because this is one of the only ways that someone like me could hear music. However, I don't like sticking a thing inside your head to do this. <laughs> That's very weird, and I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, checking out. Uh, they, there was controversy over the Star Wars Monopoly board game in 2015 because it failed to feature Rey uh, from The Force Awakens. Uh, they that. said that yep. they left her out because it would have been a spoiler because they released it months before the movie came out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Mm. I can think of another reason, but, you know. Yep. Uh, on January 5th, 2016, they announced that they would include Ray in future versions, but then they said it didn't really, suppliers didn't really buy it because, you know what? Oh, you already make go. too many darn Monopoly knockoffs anyway, Hasbro. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so, so there's so, list, huge list of everything that they own. Yeah. From Clue to, they don't own Pokemon, but they own licensing to it. Um, easy bake oven. Oh dang! Yep, nerf. Um, but in all this stuff, there is Play-Doh. Oh, you did it! They do oh, own Play-Doh. Da-da. Oh my gosh, it's like a can. Yeah, it used to be a can. It's like you have to like open that with a can opener. I don't know. I think the top comes off. But I, I, it's a retro canister. I bet I can find a YouTube video of them opening it. Uh, yeah good job tim thank you way to go uh um go ahead yeah uh here's i i just really like the opening line of this uh for this list of films featuring miniature people Mm. the entire opening sentence is i do want to say googling play-doh retro canister is the worst decision i've ever made yeah, don't do that. Uh, it's just YouTube unboxing unboxings for days of children <laughs> unboxing Play-Doh. The what is the internet is broken. Hmm. Well, yes. Oh man. Okay, sorry. Yes. Um, um this list. Anyway, the list of films featuring miniature people starts with the line a significant body of films features miniature people. And I want to say that they had a very near miss of the perfect sentence, which would have been a large body of films features miniature people. Uh, I'm 
very upset that they came so close to it and and did not get to the to the right line that they needed to start this off. Um, <laughs> according to them, the concept of a human shrinking in size has existed since the beginning of cinema, with early films using camera techniques to change perspectives and human sizes. I like that they're like saying that they don't say that it's like before time, you know, before history. We we've always. I'm very glad that we don't get to a, a ancient Greeks and Romans here. Uh, you want to guess, Tim, what the earliest film to have a shrunken person in it was? Or I guess uh, the oldest. What year was it? I guess is what what they what they say. I, what, I'm going to guess like 50s. Really? Yeah. Okay. According to this page, the earliest film to have a shrunken person in it was a 1901 short called The Dwarf and the Giant by George uh, Maelis, I suppose, French name, in which a character was split into two, with one growing in size and the other shrinking. That's... That's... Yeah. Freaky. That's old. Freaky Um, old. Yeah. I know Lily Tomlin was in a shrinking person movie. Oh, Tim, they, I mean, again, dozens of page, dozens of, of movies here that they give lists for. Um, they, but I do really enjoy that they, they list them alphabetically rather than by a year, which means I get things like, um, Amour de Poche, uh, in English, Girl in His Pocket, a 1957 French comedy fantasy film featuring a scientist who shrinks his assistant to three inches tall. Uh, followed by Ant-Man from 2015, the U.S. superhero film featuring Ant-Man, who has the ability to shrink down from mm-hmm. his normal human form. By the way, Ant-Man has, let's see, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 citations to that single line of, of description that I just gave Wow. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, right after that one, has only a single citation, though. So, huh. Huh. Choices, I, I suppose. Um. But yeah, like the, it, some of these movies, the oh, uh, another good standout here, The Borrowers, Borrowers from 1973, described as a U.S. fantasy film based on a British children's novel of the same name, featuring features a family of tiny people called Borrowers living in a house who are then discovered by a young boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately after, The Borrowers from 1997, the U.S. fantasy film based on the British children's novel of the same name, features a family of tiny people called Borrowers living in a house who are then discovered by a young boy. It's literally copy pasted. However, the um, the list here gives two different citations for that single line that is exactly the same. Hmm. It's good. Oh no, there's a third one. Oh, the British one has has a, has a different citation here too. So, anyway. Oh, the British one just has. It's the same description. The only difference being it's a British fantasy film. That's the only difference. In the, only in difference. That. Anyway, lots of movies about. Oh, oh wow! Wait, <laughs> uh, I don't remember if the uh, Tim or yep. Scott. I guess maybe both of you might remember this. Uh, there was a there was an MST about. Was there one called Devil Doll? Am I remembering that right? I or someone gets think so yeah okay but this is not what the the description in the u.s horror film an escaped convict creates two tiny assassins to kill business associates who had betrayed him 
that is not the same movie. No, no. The Devil Doll from MST3K was a ventriloquist puts a girl's soul in a dummy. Yeah, it's creepy. I like how all the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that have Ant-Man are listed here. <laughs> oh, yeah. They decide to even Captain America Civil War for whatever reason because Ant-Man shows up. Yep. Cool. Well, all of the honeys, uh, we shrunk. All the honeys are here. <laughs> hmm. uh, by the way, that dwarf and the giant movie is like a minute long, and it's on YouTube. You can go watch it. Oh, no kidding! Nice. Yeah. Uh, Plato. Here we are. Yeah. It's in, it's in a can. Comes in a can. It was put there by a man in a factory downtown. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um. Originally created by Kutal <laughs> in 1955, then purchased by Rainbow Crafts, then Kenner, then Hasbro. Hasbro acquired Play-Doh in 1991. Uh, so what what was Play-Doh originally uh, created to do? Uh, clean wallpaper. Yes. Specifically clean what off of wallpaper? Uh, soot. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well done. I know so- some dumb trivia, too. <laughs> Do you know who requested that? <laughs> okay, Tim. I got to I got to tell you that no, I don't. It, but, it was but request- I did have to stop myself immediately right there from saying from saying it was your mom. So Oof. I'm sorry. Oh, it was not my mom. I'm sorry. That's how that's how tired I am at this point. It was like, requested by Kroger Grocery. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Wow. Yep, and Kutal Products is based in Cincinnati, or was based in Cincinnati at least. Oh, it's an Ohio thing? I didn't realize yep. that. Wow. Um, mascots. Play-Doh packaging was briefly <laughs> illustrated with children in the mid-1950s, but replaced by the Play-Doh Pixie, an elf mascot, nope. which in 1960 was superseded by Play-Doh Pete, a smock no. and beret-wearing cartoonish boy. Why is it getting weirder? By 2002, Play-Doh Pete's beret had been replaced with a baseball cap. Oh my gosh. Since 2011, living Play-Doh cans named the Dodos have been seen in advertisements. Yeah, no, I really hate these. Play-Doh Pete rules. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. Great. Why would they? Why would they go away from that? That is that is a fun artistic kid. Yeah, that kid looks like he's having fun. Ingredients. Play-Doh's current manufacturer, Hasbro, reveals the compound is primarily a mixture of water, salt, and flour. Uh-huh. Its 2004 United States patent indicates it is composed of water, a starch-based binder, a retrogradation inhibitor, salt mm. lubricant, surfactant, preservative, hardener, humectant, fragrance, and color. They add the fragrance. They add the fragrance. They add yeah. that Play-Doh smell. Yeah, of what? course. A petroleum, hmm. a petroleum additive gives the compound a smooth feel, and borax prevents mold from developing. Play-Doh contains yes. some wheat and may cause allergic reactions in people who are allergic to wheat gluten. It is not intended to be eaten. <laughs> Note that they say you can't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> just not intended to be eaten. <laughs> 
Uh, the scent of the company's iconic Play-Doh has been trademarked. The smell of the squidgy toy product, formed by a combination of a slightly musky, vanilla-like fragrance, overtones, overtones of cherry, Ugh. and the natural smell of salted wheat dough, has to be one no. of the world's most famous scents. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I hate all of what they described that as. Yeah. Yeah, it's not I, good. Mm. It's a lot. Um, so that's all I want to talk about, Plato. <laughs> I yeah, want to end. I wanted to end on the fact that you can technically eat it. You Congratulations! Can eat it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we've been playing with Plato with Griffin. He likes it. Yeah. He likes smashing it. That's that's yeah. what he's into Heck right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. Do you remember? Uh. Uh. You got you. You guys remember? Uh, Grape Escape, right? Heck oh, yes. Yeah. Such yeah. a good game. I think we talked about it before. Uh, make little Play-Doh grapes. And yeah, my family destroy. would not... My family did uh, not buy it. It was too because violent. the it Well, <laughs> uh, I suppose probably, but also uh, it had Play-Doh involved and it's just one of those things that you can make a mess with and oh. my, my, my dad's a custodian and so... Mm. No mess. Didn't want to clean up the home as well as you know where he works. Gotcha. All right. Well, cool. That's a bummer. Um, but oh, you know what fine. though? You I know what though? Fine. I remember. <laughs> I remember that stuff. Like, um, like there was a big boot that would come down and squish. Oh wow! Yeah, and the dough would get stuck in that thing, like in the treads. <laughs> so you maybe nasty. your parents were onto something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what else? i will tell you go oh, ahead oh i was just gonna say i will tell you like uh, uh as far as like friends and family who have kids um after books like i always try to buy books for people uh with kids because you know that more time to spend with kids that, that way but like uh after books like the thing i buy most for gifts for kids is play-doh uh because every kid i know has like loves it yeah like, all of my nieces and nephews have always like they've it's not really something you have too much of either. Like it's like right. ah, new play doh, like great. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's amazing to me how simple of a thing it is and how like universal it seems for almost all kids I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know what else is universal? How oh. great our podcast is, and you can find oh. more of it uh at WSKB uh bet bu- <laughs> wskbcast.blogspot.com is where the episodes live. Honey, uh, I shrunk the cast. The cast? <laughs> no better we should 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 we know better? It's that's another genius. Yeah. Our, the, our name of the podcast is very good. It stood up for all it these is. years. Uh, more than I, 5 I'm very years. happy about it. Yeah. Um yeah, we're on Twitter. You can go tweet at us. At WSKB cast. Um, uh, it comes up when you search my name, which I've been very <laughs> very aware of as I've been job searching. And like, what what comes up when you Google me? Oh, my, oh, no. my Hitman playthrough on YouTube? Maybe I, should, <laughs> oh, no. maybe I should not have that up. I'll put that... I'll make that go hide. Um oh. Yeah, it's it's a thing. <laughs> um, 
or like a Splatoon mix of song <laughs> playlist of Splatoon songs. <laughs> I don't know. So happy. It's tough having a name that is just like this is this person. <laughs> There's only <laughs> one. Um, but, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, my friend. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hear you. Um. Yeah. So that's it. Uh. Do you guys have anything? you need to talk about uh i would like to say yeah we i was thinking about this the other day yeah it's been what yeah like five years that we've been doing this now has it oh it's been well that's what our thing was we've been doing it for more than five years yeah so i was just listening to one of my other uh like regular podcasts that i really enjoy um answer me this with with helen and ollie uh, fantastic podcast. Uh, they have been doing their podcast for in this January, fourteen years. Mm. And I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, that puts this in perspective. It's fine. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a normal amount of time to spend on on a podcast. <laughs> it's a normal thing to do. Yeah, it's fourteen years is the long amount of time. That's silly. Yeah. Five years is fine." <laughs> I don't know if we'll make it to 14 years, guys. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. We'll, well see. I mean, well, no, Sky Griff will get on here. I mean, that's, you know. Oh, man. He's probably going <laughs> to the reason we have to stop. Yes, of course. I think he's a lot of work now. Oh, imagine him. Imagine trying to do this when he's like up. Oh, my gosh. And actually, and when he finally has the has the capability of telling us we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. It'll be great. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, I know. And it's like it's getting to a point where I'm like actually having trouble coming up with stuff to be honest, because I'm too afraid that it's like something we did before. Oh yeah, well, it's fine though. I'm just gonna I, let it I go. I think there's yeah. Every I year, new stuff is coming up. <laughs> so yeah, Wikipedia will never let us down. In in weird, we just have to stay I up to get... the memes. I guess I don't know. All right. Reverse. I got one more thing. Reverse. Oh. Reverse. Uh, a day ago, five star review. Oh. Left for Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Oh. <laughs> we were driving back from Cleveland after Valentine's Day and saw the billboard on I 71 for Grandpa's oh, no. Cheese Barn and Sweetie's Chocolates. How could Don't we do- not stop? Don't do this after Valentine's. No. <laughs> the stores are wonderful and the people working there are so friendly. I'd say at least half of the products have samples readily available, and if it isn't out already, they will do what they can to get you some to taste. I didn't even need to stop for lunch. Cheese is filling. (laughs) No! (laughs) We'll be stopping in any time we pass by, and might even just drive the two hours each way if we get a strange craving one day. I just want you to think that these people filled up on cheese... No. And then drove two hours back home together in the same car. <laughs> and thought, man, we should do this again. We might just yeah. do this on a whim. <laughs> After Valentine, Like, this was not like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Just a very terrible idea. But I guess, you know what? If it works for them, great. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm happy for them, but also terrified. <laughs> Oh, Grandpa Cheese Barn has had... still not returned my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that intern's never coming back, Scott. 
I'm told that dreams do come true at Grandpa's Cheese Barn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. Uh, <sighs> man. Amazing cheese and fudge and jerky. No. That is not yeah. a good combo. Oh my gosh, it's awful. Love this place. Everyone is always so helpful and make you like they are glad you are there. <laughs> I got a hot tip from a lady staying at my hotel in Cleveland to check out I Grandpa's hate. Cheese Barn. Hashtag no. Ohio. Hashtag Cheese Dreams. No! My God, go already. The selection and quality are outstanding. <laughs> my God. <laughs> you guys... We, I, I. They should rename it to Grandpa's OMG Cheese Barn because they have samples and everything is oh my good, <laughs> oh my <That's> good, not... <laughs> oh my good. Grandpa's I also learned from Google they take online orders, so that's my next stop. Are your kids tweeting about Cheese Barn? Mm-hmm. OMG means oh my god. Oh Look my at this goodness. tweet from 2016 that I just favorited. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's cheese barn. Grandpa's cheese makes me hork, but cheese barn <laughs> sounds like milky heaven on earth. No. What? Oh. Yeah. Listen, Grandpa's cheese barn is fine. I do not understand. I don't understand. Like. I have lived here my whole life. <laughs> and I've been to Grandpa's Cheese Bar. And I do not understand why people love it so much. I don't, underst- I don't understand we go- you. We oh. go past it. I literally, we went past it this weekend. We drove down to Columbus briefly uh, uh, over the weekend. And uh, we passed it. And we felt no, like gravitational <laughs> to like draw us into the into the into grandpa's cheese universe oh, oh my man. gosh i don't get it it's oh, well. oh, it's such uh, it's such a joy like it's just a, it's such a joy <laughs> in my life <laughs> sky i need uh, to know the, the like would just passing change? Grandpa's cheese bar. <laughs> just making this tweet happen. <laughs> Would uh, it change if you ever actually visited it? Like, I don't this know. Is, a, is, is this like chasing cars? Like, you don't actually want to catch it. You just want it to exist in the like, like the ephemeral other, right? I have a feeling I that if you it. went now, it would be disappointing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dropped my phone at Grandpa's Cheese Barn yesterday, and now it doesn't vibrate anymore. What a kick. <laughs> Wait. What a kick in the cheese wheel that is. Not happy. Oh, my gosh. I really like that. the Cheese Barn. I tell everyone it's worth stopping if you get off that exit on 71. If you, yeah, if you happen to do it, sure, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, okay, that guy who drove from Cleveland... That's a three-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Who who in Cleveland was like, oh, you're here in Ohio? You know what you got to do. Drive three hours to get to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Grandpa's Cheese Barn is not mentioned a lot on Twitter, actually. Um, at least the word the words Grandpa Cheese Barn. <laughs> um, I, I have favorited 
nearly every tweet that has <laughs> yeah. been made about Grandpa's Cheese Vine since the year 2019. <laughs> Or 2009, you know 2009, 10 years. Do you, do you know what? Twitter has just got to be like, I don't know what to do. Just, you know, anything, just anything related to Grandpa and Cheese Barns, I got, just send it to him. I Selection, love. incredible. Candy, heavenly. Yes. Cheese, absolutely delicious. I remember this The dark one, chocolate butt guys are chocolate peanut butter flavor bombs. But the red Leicestershire cheddar is worth more than my eternal soul. Oh my god! It is the best cheese I've ever had. <laughs> a barn full of cheese? What's not to love here? <laughs> like they've never heard of you know <laughs> barns or cheese. <laughs> they oh still have gosh. not responded to me, and I just tweet at them randomly. And <laughs> oh. someday. Someday I believe <laughs> the response to this tweet. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I don't know if I want them to. <laughs> but at the same Yo, time, you up? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. All right. We're done here. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. turning off the recording. okay alright good night you guys anyway uh, before we get started uh, Uh I have just to get us uh, get us in the mood for this game uh, I have uh, we got Chinese food tonight, like I said. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I have three uh, fortune cookies. Uh, fortune oh cookie, yeah, uh, uh, fortunes here. Um, I would like to give one of them to each of us. Man, I number them one, two, and three. Who wants each one? Fortune. The fo- taste of a fortune cookie is so embedded in my like. Oh my it's gosh. such a mm-hmm. it's such a y- universal. And consistent yeah. taste. Yes. That my my body immediately was like that that taste of having <laughs> having that cookie. And then I I actually got like a little mad that I wasn't gonna be able to eat this cookie. <laughs> like I'm salivating right now. Oh no, I'm sorry, Sky. <laughs> it's okay. It's mostly my body doing it, not my not my conscience. Uh- We'll figure out. We'll get you some fortune cookies. Just please, eat, just mail me a broke like just bust it up. One, just one smash so it fits cookie. in an yeah. envelope. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just you get like a fine powder and also a small piece of paper. I kind of want to make this the game tonight. Is that <laughs> <laughs> you two open up Let's fortune cookies and whoever gets the better one? I wins. mean, no, I've already opened them. I've oh. read them. Oh, so well. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I I I'm sorry to, to do that to you, but I I've read them already. Okay. I mean, it could still be that uh, there are three of them here. No, that's and okay. It's, okay, so uh, which I've numbered them one, two, and three. Uh, you guys each pick one, please, and I'll take the last one. Uh, two. All right. Three. All right. Oh well. <laughs> oh no. Oh, this actually worked out beautifully. Uh, okay, so uh, mine. 
anything is possible with a willing heart. Right? Good, good. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, Tim, you, you picked three? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Demonstrate refinement in everything you do. It's a, it's getting a little rough there. That's not a cookie. fortune. That's an order. Uh, I, listen, <laughs> listen, Tim. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I will, I will tell you that we've gotten fortune cookies from this place a couple times. Um, well, in the last like couple months, mm-hmm. we go there. We go there pretty regularly, and for whatever reason, their fortune cookies have gotten a lot more demanding. Like mm-hmm. they're a lot more like order heavy of like. Uh, you know, like put some money away for a rainy day. I'm like, hey, calm down. <laughs> leave, leave a suitcase of small unmarked bills <laughs> under the under the bench of the park. Sky, I am so glad that you picked the one you did. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> a family reunion in the coming months will be a tremendous success. Tremendous success. Well, that's a, at just... least a fortune. Yeah, not just a success, but a tremendous one. Successful AF. Great. Do, do, do any of you want to know your, your lucky numbers? Uh, um, sure. Uh, all right, so... Sky, your lucky numbers are... Well, they're not even in order. Uh, four, <laughs> one, <laughs> 38, 31, 23, and 47. Interesting. And, uh, and Tim... Yours are 8, 28, 43, 26, 45, and 54. Hmm. Cool. Anyway, what I was... thought that would be fun to, to help you guys warm up a little tonight. Yeah. Was it, What was yours? Oh, sorry. Uh, do, 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 willing heart, yes, that one. Uh, 6, 13, 38. Oh, 38's been on all of them, hasn't it? Yeah, 38's been on. Lucky. Oh, two of the three. Oh, uh, Tim, you had 28, not 38. Oh, yeah, you uh, said 28, yeah. 50, 24, and 27. A lot of, a lot of duplicates here. Dang. Well, you know, luckers, lucky, bleh, a number is lucky for one person. You know, mm-hmm. it's possible that these aren't actual, like, oh, no, it's not, because they, are, they're, they have the wrong number of numbers. They're all between 1 and 100, and all below 60 um i do wonder uh, like it could be that it's like 8 billion 243 <laughs> like it's just one lucky number but if you take out the the commas here yeah it becomes like 8 billion 500 you know mm-hmm. it could just be your lucky number is an incredibly high number that's true just real, just this this one specifically. This single number is is very lucky for you. Cool. <laughs> we ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I'm I don't sorry. have anything. Sorry, I don't have anything to say to add to that. <laughs> we done. Uh, Listen, we're done with this bit. Let's move on. <laughs> that's good. It's gonna be a stinger. We got good. it. Good. Good. Let's go. Ah, uh, welcome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. well, uh, <laughs> the hummus girl or whatever. Kumba- what was it? <laughs> Kumba- what? Kombucha? Was it? was it kombucha? 
I don't know girl. Which oh yeah, the 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 face. That, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Oh memes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Did I tell you guys about my favorite meme that they've that Steven's students have been doing lately? Oh no. Okay. I real quick. I promise this will take like two minutes. But so a lot of his students lately have been carrying Uno cards. Not the meme you're thinking of, though. Not the one that one's good. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, Which is what I thought it was going to be. He was like, "Oh yeah, they've been carrying a bunch of Uno cards lately," and I thought it was going to be it's a blank one, and they write down draw twenty five or you know, yeah, you know, uh, ask out your crush or something like that. No, no, their (laughs) version of this twist, their their twist on this meme, is that they carry around reverse cards, and when someone insults them. They take out a reverse card and they put it down and they go, reverse. <laughs> and that's the entire thing. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's beautiful. And one of, oh, I just, I love every part of it. Like he noticed like six months ago that they've started carrying around reverse cards and he thought it was just like an aesthetic thing. Like, oh, it has like twisted arrows on it. It's cool, you know, or whatever. But like, they he caught one of his students doing this the other day to someone and he's like oh like the world just like opened up to him like this is mm-hmm. the thing and then he did the best part best possible thing and he ruined it because he because one of his students said something to him uh-huh. he took the card out of their binder and he put it down and he said reverse and the uh, teacher broke killed it, it. And the and the kid looked up at him and said, That's not how it works. What? And <laughs> just continued doing what they were doing. How does it work now? Do we not I don't know? know. We can't know. We're not allowed to. This isn't for us. I mean, so hmm. man, someone insults you and you go reverse. And then yeah. they they play uh reverse. punch they two play- <laughs> and <laughs> just get <laughs> punched in the stomach <laughs> twice. Like, oh, reverse, reverse, reverse. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> uh, it's not the right color. <laughs> um, yeah, That's I don't so know. That's so weird. Man. I don't. It it makes me extremely happy, and I it is don't very understand. Oh, my. it's anyway. really happening. It's just like, oh, we are olds. We don't get it. Yeah, it's fine. And like, man, but they they do get it, and they can't see why we don't get it, and it's man. <laughs> it's all happening welcome so to we good. should know better 